0: Buckle up your seatbelts. It's time for the RPM Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah DeLuke. What is up, everyone? This is the first official episode of the RPM Podcast. I hope you're having a great day out there. This episode is labeled The Mind of the Racer. I'm joined today with Alex Levinson, the track director of the Stanford location. Alex, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about what you do here.
1: Hey, everyone. I am uh, responsible for all trackside operations here in Stanford, which include your racing experience, your safety, and the safety of my crew, and the authenticity of your race experience. I look for the people that are looking for help, uh, people that are asking questions that are inquisitive into racing. It's a number one top priority for me for getting kids really, really involved in motorsport, and the whole reason for it is Without kids, the future of what I have a passion for, what I love to do, and I do it for a living and I do it for fun, is racing. So it's all about capturing the minds of the young kids and moving it up forward from there. Uh, with that, I have been a auto racer for about 17 years, and just in the past four to five years I have uh, really cemented myself in uh, a couple racing leagues here in the Northeast, one being the 24 Hour Lemons. And i got to tell you, I meet some of the best people in the world through it. Uh, On top of that, I've been racing go-karts for about 15 years now. And
0: I'm sure that this is maybe something that you've had since you were a kid. If you can maybe talk about where uh, your interest in racing and and karting came from. Um, Like you were saying, it's really important to get the kids interested because that's where it all starts. Is that how your experience was?
1: It sort of was. Uh, When I was growing up, Uh, I think I was like four or five years old. My father had bought a go-kart for my sister and brother, who are seven and ten years older than me. And funnily enough, never thought that I was going to be the one to get hooked on it, but I was the one that ended up getting hooked on running in the go-kart. But push came to shove. Eventually, uh, the family downsized a little bit, and we had to get rid of it. And I had to uh, figure out something else. It was not until I got back into high school did I start re realizing that I had a love for racing. Um, I was watching the speed visions world, uh, world challenge. And there's a famous team that probably has some of the most wins in America for a touring car team called real time racing is run by a gentleman named Peter Cunningham and Peter Cunningham had employed such drivers like, uh, Hugh Plum, uh, himself, Peter Cunningham, and then a very interesting individual that I actually thoroughly enjoyed watching race, and that was Pierre klein and he can rub the crap out of any cart and keep it going, so that's what really got me pushed back into motorsports, and then uh, at that point, I started going to a local karting place, and they were all gas karts back then, we didn't have these fancy electric carts uh, that we have nowadays, And, well, push came to shove, I started to find out that, hey, I might actually have a little ability, and I might actually be able to drive these things fast. So that started a whole little avalanche of things that happened in my mind. Uh, I knew I was never going to be the fastest person out there, but that didn't mean I couldn't be the smartest person out there. So I started looking at racing as a game of chess. Versus looking at racing at outright speed. Something that I get into the heads of a lot of kids and a lot of people that come in here and race is that any person at any time at any given point in life can come in here and and put down the most blazing fast lap that you'd ever see. Anyone can do that. Not many people can go ahead and repeat that. And that's where it comes in. And I tell my employees here who love to race, it's not about your fastest lap, it's about your best average lap time and how close it is to your fastest lap. The closer and closer you can get your average lap time to your fastest lap, the better your abilities are. And kind of drilling that into their heads to repeat performance. It's very key, especially once you start getting into league racing. Because uh, league racing is a whole new animal. You're dealing with people that are all in the same card as you, that have all the same abilities as you have and they're able to produce laps just as fast as you so what you look for is you look for mistakes how do you identify mistakes And this is where the mind in the game of chess comes in so important when you're racing it's all about what's happening right now this second this moment it's not that i missed the apex on the last turn it's not that i went ahead and nailed it on the turn beforehand. It's not over the fact that I just got bumped and pushed off my line last turn because if you keep thinking about that you're not moving ahead and you're not moving forward. Thus likewise too if you're thinking three or four corners down the right way and you're consistently three corners ahead of yourself and you're not focusing fully on what's happening right now, yeah you might have the plan to make the move and make a pass but you're thinking too far ahead, that you're forgetting what's happening right now, that's important. So it's hard to balance all these things all at once, and especially given the fact that you don't have much time to react to anything that's going on. Uh, Racing to me is just pure reactionary skills. Uh, My mind races at 10,000 miles per hour every time that I'm racing. I'm noticing millions of little details and things on racetracks and on go-karting tracks that... Normal people wouldn't be able to process. I look for little tiny uh, grooves that little pebbles have put into the concrete floor downstairs as turning points. Uh, I look for visual cues to do that. Uh, sometimes I'm thinking about how the uh, weather is affecting grip on the tires. Uh, if there's an if there's an excessive excess of humidity, uh, it goes ahead and it plays on how fast we can get the carts going and how far around the truck.
0: And, uh, guys, I was actually speaking with Alex the other day, and he really puts this racer mentality into everything that he does in his life. He basically said that that's what he lives his life by. Um, Basically, everything he does, he's looking for the most efficient way to do it, Um, living in the now but also preparing for what's up next to come and and taking all the factors into consideration to... um, get the most out of his day and get the most out of his races. It's,
1: it's actually really funny you bring that up. Uh, yeah, so I do have a confession to make. It's Racing did this to me. Everything's all about seconds. Everything's all about how do I go ahead and just pinch off another second? How do I make something better, faster, more efficient? And it carried over into uh, my previous career. Uh, before uh, I worked at RPM... And before I started running the track, I was actually a bartender for 21 years. And my whole mentality behind the bar was, how do I go ahead and make the most efficient use of my time using the least amount of energy uh, consumption? It's just more efficient, more efficient, more efficient. How do I go ahead and get faster? Now, uh, everything's by a second.
0: And, and this, I'm assuming, is more of a, a learned skill over time. I mean, people aren't going to be able to notice these factors right away, but, you know, you come in for your second race, third race, you learn something else, you come in for your 15th, 16th race, you're going to be learning a lot more then. Um, you were telling me that it really is just um, the amount of laps that you put in and the amount of practice is really going to be what makes you excel as a racer.
1: Yeah, and um, case in point... Last November, I was out in uh, Houston, and I was racing in, a, in the first time in an endurance race outside of my territory of the Northeast on a track that was totally alien to me that I had no clue about. And in this group, I actually got to race with a professional GT3 driver. His name was Andy Cantu. He uh, races in the Super Trofeo Lamborghini series, and he's fast. And this was his home track for six years, he put about tens of thousands of laps into this track and he knew it like the back of the hand and all he was learning was the car that we were driving. Well, it put me at a major disadvantage because I was not only learning the same car he was learning at the same time, but I was learning a new track that I've never been to had very little knowledge about, and all I can go off was with my team and what they told me. Thankfully, Andy was an extremely good coach at helping me out there, and he actually got me to within 1.5 seconds of his lap times. And just to show the difference of where everything was at, I only had about 160 laps on that track by the end of the race, and who knows how many tens of thousands of laps he's put out there. Uh, funnily enough, the car owner and the car owner's uh, partner who have raced multiple times together, were still slower than both of us, which it's very odd to go ahead and have one, if not two people come into your own car and actually beat you on it. So it's sort of a testament of where we were at there and what practice really does for everything. And I repeat it to, uh, to my crew here. I, when uh, a few of my uh, track marshals began here, they had interest in racing, but they weren't very fast. And I kind of uh, beat into their head the importance of practice and the importance of putting laps in and what it does and trying new lines and trying new techniques. And still to this day, I'm doing and learning new techniques when it comes to carding, which is quite amazing. And I never want it to end. The day, that, uh, the day that I don't learn something is going to be a very, very sad day. Uh, and it goes for everyone. You always constantly need to be reforming what you do. And looking back at it and reflecting on it and how to improve upon it. And try improving upon it. Plus, you need to make mistakes and you need to spin out and you need to hit walls. Because if you're not doing that, you're not learning. And you're not progressing. And you've reached a plateau. Which, the plateau is the worst thing for any racer to go ahead and have come to their mind. Because a plateau can last a day, an hour. A plateau can last many years. And... What you have to keep telling yourself is what an individual told me a long time ago when I hit a really, really rough plateau that lasted about nine months. He looked at me and he's like, are you trying new things? I'm like, yes. He's like, well, it's all in your head then. I'm like, well, what do you mean it's all in my head? He explains to me that everything that was holding me back was not physical abilities. It wasn't drive abilities. It wasn't technique. It was nothing like that. It was all in my head. And for some reason, he was right. Uh, because what happened next is exactly what he said. He's like, listen, you're on a plateau for a reason. You're about to go ahead and make a huge breakthrough with what you do and how fast you're getting and where you're going to go with this. It's going to happen but you have to do it on your, on your own, it needs to go ahead and get processed through your head because your head is what's holding you back.
0: Alex, from our conversation, I could see that you've had a lot of people, uh, uh, kind of mentors in your past that have helped you grow as a racer and really improve your skills. Um, and I think that some of the people here can view you as that. Um, and there is somebody like Alex. He probably thinks he's the best one. I think so, too. Um, to to kind of get some information on some tips. Um, you know, if you show an interest in racing and get to know the people at RPM, they will have a conversation with you. They'll help you out. Um, you know definitely always look to come at the times when you know maybe we're not as busy and you can really have a conversation with the track director there and they might be able to help you out and give you some tips on what you can do better and uh, get some fun experiences like Alex did Um, a possibility for that is we actually do have racing leagues coming up I'm just gonna do a quick read-through to explain what that's all about and what to get excited for we understand thriving for the top or living for the red line has that effect on people Before you know it, racing is serious business. We have leagues for that. Each RPM Raceway location features go-kart racing leagues throughout the year. Leagues race on one night per week for four weeks. Scoring is based on qualifying and main event results. The grand prize is awarded to the driver with the best combined score. Leagues are open to adults over 4'10 with a valid driver's license. So I hope you all are excited for that. Please make sure that you're checking our emails and our socials to see when that will be announced and when it's coming up. All right, Alex, I really appreciate you coming in here and being our first official guest on the first official episode of the RPM Podcast. Do you have any parting thoughts?
1: Yes, yes I do. Um, first and foremost, every track has their one turn. And here in Stanford, our first turn on track number one is that turn. And this is the turn that separates the has from the has-nots. The could-be's from the could-nots. And um, I do not believe in knots. I believe that everyone that comes in here has the ability and the opportunity to get there. Some need more practice and refinement. Well, others get it right away. So, our first turn, and a little hint about it, it's all about brake pedal manipulation. And Not what most people think when I tell them this. This is all about how smoothly and quickly one can go ahead and release the brake pedal properly and transition into the turn. That separates the pros from the no, from the uh, slow-mos, basically. Uh, So, if you have any questions about it, I have track marshals and myself that we can go ahead and help walk you through that. And trust me, it'll be worth your time to go ahead and try to master this turn. There is no mastering but trying to. It's definitely worth your time. And also on another note, uh, I'd like to just put this all into everyone's head. We need to go ahead and we need to push the passion of racing into our kids, and we need to go ahead and show them how it's a positive experience for them and how much fun it is and what it can potentially do for them and give them self-confidence that everyone needs. So... If you ever see any young kid that is into racing, you root for them. You push them and you tell them to go ahead and do it. And if they fall down, tell them to get back up and onto it. But it has to be done on their own time. Don't force it on them. But they will come back to it and they will go ahead and enjoy it even better their second
0: time around. Thank you again, Alex, for coming in. That's it for this one, everybody. I'll catch you on the next lap.